Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. We've got dessert today, folks. We got dessert because uh, last week, this is part two, part one, we discussed performance reviews and kind of what goes into preparing for them, what they are, and and all of that. Uh, today, we got the dessert, which is, you know, actually how to conduct the performance review. We're not taught this. I said this in the in the last episode. We're not taught how to do a performance review in chiropractic school or dental school or mechanic school or anything. There is no... Uh, really such thing as entrepreneur school, right? So they don't teach this kind of stuff. So you got to learn it somehow. And we are happy to put it on a plate for you here at Cairo Feast. And uh, we're going to talk about this. So um, let's let's get into the meat here. Let's start, uh, let's start talking about what we need to do to conduct a good performance review. All right. It's probably going to be a little bit shorter than the last uh, last episode, and if you have not already listened to the previous episode, eh, press pause, go back, uh, listen to the first episode here, part one, before you dig into this part two. All right, here we go. It's actually number eight out of our 13 tips on how to uh, uh, do really good performance reviews that end up increasing performance with your employees. So number eight is to reflect on the past, but focus on the future. Okay, in the last episode, I, I said I said it this way. I said, give a nod to the past, but don't focus on it because guess what, you guys? You can't change what's already been done. You can't change the mistakes that have already been made, and that's frustrating because you probably, as a manager, owner, entrepreneur, you see how the company lost money lost revenue, um, and didn't do as well, wasn't as profitable because of some of the mistakes and, and the things that have been done. But you can't focus on that because you can't change the past. So instead of only talking about past performance, you should acknowledge past performance, give a nod to it, but then drive the knowledge that you've gained from these mistakes and, and these things that have happened, drive it toward future performance. Drive it toward change. It's going to be a big bummer if you go over these things and people don't learn from these mistakes. That's when you look at somebody and say, you know, maybe this position is not right for you. If they can't learn, you know, over and over that that they're doing something wrong. They can't learn from it. Okay, so we can't change the past, but we can change everything that we're doing forward. And if somebody can't make the change to do it differently, then they don't need to be in your organization. Got it? All right. These uh, performance conversations give employees an opportunity to address and correct their performance in real time. Okay, this is in real time. That That's why we talked in the last episode about having these reviews, these performance reviews, more frequently than the crazy annual review. Okay, so we're going to do these um, reviews more frequently so that in real time they can alter, they can change direction, they can make changes to how they're doing things so that they become more successful quicker. 
and, see, and they can continuously see how their work aligns with the organizational goals and the goals of the company itself. All right. Being future focused also aligns with the wishes of employees that can deliver feedback, you know, to you as a manager and also de- development opportunities, you know, to actually be a part of development. They want to know that you care about their future, that you care about developing them. And they want, they want to know that you care about their future, even if it's not with your organization. You got to get it through your skull that you are in the business of developing people. Okay? And it's okay if they end up moving on to a different organization outside of your business. You've done your part to help develop them and mold them, and that's a very fulfilling thing. It can be disappointing because it's hard to replace good people. But that is a part of our mission is helping develop people and paying it forward to the individuals around us. All right? Uh, Number nine, ask the right performance review questions. Okay. Hmm. What are those questions? Well, let me throw a few at you, okay? Now, don't, don't, you know, just take these and take it that literal. Um, make up your own uh, based on, on the situation that you have. But here's, here's some examples of some of the right performance review questions. What accomplishments from the last quarter are you most proud of? Okay, have a conversation about that, what they feel they're most proud of. Okay, and then, you know, acknowledge them acknowledge what they feel was important and that they're most proud of, acknowledge them for that. How about this? What goals do you have for next quarter? Very simple, right? What are your goals? You may find that the goals that they have are so simple-minded and you need to get them to think bigger. Okay? Or you may find the opposite. You may, may, maybe you're actually expecting too much. And you need to allow them to take baby steps. As long as they take those steps uh, quickly and accomplish them quickly and check the box and move on and keep taking off, uh, t- keep biting off more, you know. So it's, it's a good way to see what they feel um, they can accomplish. Uh, another one here. What development goals would you like to set for the next six months? So not just here the next 90 days, but what kind of development goals would you like to set for yourself for the next six months? How do do you want to improve yourself? How do you want to improve the business? Okay. Another question, what obstacles are standing in your way? For you to make these things happen, what do you see as a roadblock in the company? What do you think needs to be done better organizationally here at this company so that you can accomplish what you're talking about? Another question, what impact has your performance had on the team, on the people? And then another question would be, what impact has your performance had on the organization? How has it made the organization, the company, better? Okay, so how are you making things easier for the other people in the business? And how are you making things more profitable and better for the, for the company? Another question, this is a good one, you guys. How can I improve as your manager? How can I improve as your manager? What can I do better? And boy, you better buckle up 
Because if you're going to ask that question, you better be willing to take what they say, stick it in your pocket, swallow your pride a little bit, be teachable, okay? And don't be defensive. Don't you dare be defensive. If people are willing to open up and be, be honest and share with you, boy, that is that's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to be able to have somebody that can authentically give you feedback about you and you're willing to listen to it and actually change something that you're doing. You know, people will see that and they will respect you as a leader even more if you can do that well. Shift your mindset during this performance review. Shift your mindset from from being a judge. You're judging them and judging them on how they're performing, how they're doing. Switch your mindset from that to being a coach. How are you going to coach them uh, to achieve more? Encourage questions. Encourage them to ask more questions. All right, so number 10. Choose your phrases carefully. That's a tough one because you may not realize the phrases and the words right off the bat that are maybe not as helpful, but uh, choose your phrases carefully. Words carry power. They can be motivating or they can be completely deflating of their work and their value. And sometimes, to be honest with you, it's not necessarily your words, but it's how you said them. I'm going to give you a great example. Uh, Somebody at my front desk recently. Now, to be fair, this uh, patient was coming in and was ready for an argument. This, This patient had a beef, had an issue, had a problem with how their insurance was processing and what they owed. And, and this person came in like already at 97%, like ready to explode. So it wasn't going to take much to push them over the edge. And a person at my front desk said these words, said, do you understand how to read an EOB? EOB is an explanation of benefits from the insurance company and said it that way. Do you understand how to read an EOB? And the person exploded. Why? Not because of the question, but how the question was stated and on top of how this person was ready to explode, it just launched her into oblivion. Okay? Now, how... how this person could have asked that question was just different. You know, I, these EOBs are really difficult to understand. Is there any part of the EOB that I can help you understand better? Do you completely understand all the different pieces of it when you're reading it? There's a way to seem helpful rather than belittling it. And when I found out about this, that's the word that this gal used. I felt belittled, is what this woman, uh, the patient, said to me. I felt belittled. We never want anybody to feel belittled. And that goes for your performance reviews. So be thoughtful, be considerate, take the time to prepare. 
Knowing what not to say is just as important as what to say. Okay? So knowing what not to say, biting your tongue is just as important as knowing what to say. So here's here's a few things to keep in mind. Use very specific language. Okay? Use building success type language. Use measurement-oriented language. Use powerful action words. Stay positive. Stay constructive. Focus on solving problems, but also realize that during a performance review, this is not the time to strategize and dig deep. Uh, You know, it's, 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 it's a time when you can recognize problems that need to be solved and uh, things that need to be worked on, but it's not necessarily time to really dig into it and start stripping it down. Uh, otherwise, you're in for a three-and-a-half-hour meeting, okay? Uh, focus on opportunities for growth. Focus on, on, on things that you see that can actually become opportunities for the employee and opportunities for the company to both grow because that's what it is. It's collaborative. As your team grows personally and professionally, it helps the company grow. All right? Focus on the individual and avoid bias. And treat good performance with respect. Man, when somebody when somebody busts their butt and and they and they bring a good performance, man, that is golden. So treat that with respect. Acknowledge that. Okay, number 11 here. One of my favorites is be an active listener. Be an active listener. This comes into play in every business out there. This comes into play in every position in every business. These reviews that you're doing should be two-way conversations. You need to spend more time listening, nodding, and taking notes. Let me repeat that again. You need to spend more time listening, nodding, and taking notes. Not just blabbing away, not just lecturing somebody, not just blathering at the mouth. People don't want to hear you blather. They want you to listen to them. Then ask good follow-up questions. Ask good questions to help you dig deeper and paint a fuller picture. Get some understanding, right? This is, this is important for you as a manager, as an entrepreneur, as an owner. It's important for you to dig deeper and really find out why things are happening as they are in order to make them even better. And here's the thing. If you can repeat back to the employee what you've heard from them and that you're not just preparing your response to them, but you're actually listening to the person so well that you can repeat it back to them. That's big. And when you repeat it back to them and they go, yeah, that's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I meant. Perfect. I'm glad I understand that. Man, the the employee is going to be like, wow, they're actually listening to me. This person actually cares about what I'm saying. And they were nodding and they were writing it down. There's a good chance that this may actually improve. (laughs) Now, the employee should do this as well. If you've explained something, ask them to repeat it. If you want to know if somebody has uh, really digested what you've said, ask them to repeat it. I've done this with my kids so many times I can't even count. 
because they'll say something and they're like on their phone or looking at the television. It's like, okay, what did I just say? Tell me so that I know that you got what I just said. And they roll their eyes and then they repeat it or they do a really bad job. And I go, okay, I want you to listen better this time. I'm going to repeat it. And I'm going to ask you to repeat it back to me again. So maybe listen better this time. Okay, so it's it's okay for you to expect that of an employee, but then you also better uh, be able to repeat back to them what they've said to you. Make sense? All right, number 12, wrap up your conversation with agreed upon next steps. These performance reviews, they really don't mean anything if you don't have next steps, if you don't have action steps to take. So review your notes, kind of summarize a little bit with, with the employee, Define what your next steps are. Okay, just bullet points, you guys. Just bullet points. Kind of making making a bit of a to-do list. Because guess what? Now this is going to be a part of your next review. Okay, so it gives you that material. We talked about the preparation for the performance review. These, these things are the objective material that you can use then for your next performance review. So if you actually want to want your review to to actually improve performance, you need to create an action plan. And having these bullet points, this this list of to-dos um, makes all the sense in the world. And if they come to the next meeting and they haven't done jack squat on your list, uh, the next time that you meet, 90 days or whenever that might be, then, you know, you're spinning your wheels. Why have these reviews? They're not going to do what you've decided needs to happen. Make sense? Okay. Number 13 really is kind of focused on following up after a performance review. Um, Number 13 just says keep the conversation going. Uh, When your meeting concludes, put put the next performance conversation on the calendar. Okay. In fact, better... Better yet, schedule the whole series of conversations for the full year or maybe two year. If you want to give the person some confidence that, that uh, you believe in them, schedule out two years of evaluations. Because if you believe that you're going to have conversations with the employee, you know, a year and a half into this, then they're going to be pretty confident that you believe in them, that they're going to be good enough to stick with your company. They're not going to get fired. So that gives them some stability that they have a job and they have a mission as a part of this team moving on. So schedule out two years of reviews. That'll give them that confidence. All right. So set a cadence, set a rhythm for these meetings. All right, everybody. So that concludes um, episode number two, part two of all about having performance review tips that actually improve performance. If you do it this way, you guys, uh, you will have improved performance. You'll have happier employees. You'll have people that understand where they're going. Um, They'll respect you better as an owner, as a manager. Uh, You're going to have a better culture when everybody's being held accountable by this type of uh, review system. And again, you know, these reviews are not necessarily reviews for increase in pay. You know, they're reviews to keep people happy and fulfilled and on track and performing well and performing up to your expectations, which need to be clear from the beginning. 
I hope this makes sense. I hope you share this with other people. I hope you please go on and rate us. I, I would really appreciate if you can do one thing. Uh, go write a review for us uh, wherever you get your, pot, your, got, your podcasts. Uh, do a review for us so that uh, we can get this information out to more people. Uh, stay hungry, my friends. Uh, always be, be good learners. Be willing to learn. Be willing to listen. Be coachable. Um, always stay hungry. And of course, as always, pay it forward. Cairo Feast.